Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what abuse of power looks like in 2019, the firing of Brad Blair is precisely a walking poster child for abuse of power. That's Julian Falconer, who is Brad Blair's lawyer, saying there has been abuse of power when uh, Brad Blair was um, shuffled out. He was fired, actually, as the deputy uh, OPP commissioner by the Ford government. Uh, Blair was a candidate for the job he wanted to be commissioner of the OPP, and he voiced concerns when Ron Tavner uh, who is a friend of the Ford family, was hired. And he also launched a legal challenge to force the Ontario Ombudsman to investigate it. And he alleged this week that his dismissal was an attempt to muzzle him. By the way, Ron Tavner now, who's Ford's longtime friend and was up for the job, but was still superintendent, in, I believe, in Etobicoke, um, he has decided after some um, conversation with the Premier, I would imagine, to... Um, you know, pass on the appointment because it's it, there were concerns that it was being overly politicized and it's in the best interest of frontline officers for Tavner to withdraw. So he has decided that he will not be taking on the job of OPP commissioner. And um, Brad Blair, we know he's not getting the job because it's too late for him and there's a lot of bad blood and he's not working. Yeah, now Faulkner has uh, put out a letter uh, today saying last night's news vindicates Brad Blair's unwavering resolve to protect the OPP from political interference. Brad Blair was right in insisting on transparency and accountability in defense of the Ontario Provincial Police. Now, um, in a little while, they're going to get started on question period at Queen's Park and we'll get the highlights of that after the news. But Doug Ford will be there, and he's probably going to be saying, oh, we lost a good guy here in Tavner, and it's unfortunate, and we're going to move on. By the way, I don't think Doug Ford has been at, at like, the last six question no. periods or something it's like that. It lasts a little while, for sure. It's bizarre. Um, earlier on today, I was listening to Staff and Sapria while I was driving in, the Global News 640 Toronto Morning Show, and Staff had said, well, geez, I wonder, you know, what uh, Lior would say about this, or an employment lawyer. So we have John Pincus, employment lawyer with Sanford to Mark... Sam Firu to Markin on the line with us. John, it's good to have you on the show again. Good to be with you. So the question that Mike Stafford had that I thought, yeah, that's a good question. I'm going to reach out. Um, the question that he had is, A, do you have a case here if you are kind of in a position that's appointed? Uh, well, I mean, if we're talking about uh, the position of uh, Mr. Blair, um, unless it's a kind of position like a cabinet position where you serve at, at the pleasure of the uh, of the prime you know the premier or prime minister as the case may be typically you still have an avenue to uh, either launch a grievance an administrative grievance or to uh, by election to go to go to the court instead and and uh, through a wrongful dismissal suit okay so falconer's whole case and he's um he is the lawyer for um Brad Blair he said that, that the province had the power to demote Blair from his role as de- deputy commissioner of the OPP. But they didn't have the authority to fire him. And by avoiding the use of political the Police Services Act, the government dodged any potential tribunal hearings that would have given Blair the opportunity to speak for himself. Right. And, and to be honest, I'm, you know, I'm not familiar with the particular legislative framework that he would be subject to. Uh, typically, a demotion is not going to be something that an organization can do absent some prior agreement or some prior statutory framework that allows them to do that. 
um, but it, it will really depend on uh, what uh, what the particular um, arrangement that he had with them when he was hired. Uh, presumably, when when someone is hired, there you're told the, the parameters of that employment, and which may include, in certain circumstances, we may be able to demote you. Right. So he does have a possible case here for wrongful dismissal. I think so. I mean, one of the things that interests me that there seems to be some disagreement on is whether he was warned about this and the extent of how much he was warned about not to do this. Uh, if he was warned about it and he still decided not to do it in the face of, or to do it rather mm-hmm. in the face of alternative mechanisms for whistleblowing and he decided just to go public, that could be a problem for him because that could be insubordination. That could be viewed as rejection of a reasonable order uh, from from the government. Uh, On the other hand, uh, if there was nothing prohibiting him from doing this and there was really no other way for him to get the message out and it's something of public interest, then the government may have a real problem there. So it it really will depend on how the facts come out specifically on what alternatives he had available to him to get this information out and what kind of communications he had with the government in terms of directives given to him about what to disclose and what not to disclose. You know, the PC... Uh, government. Sylvia Jones was saying that, you know, he took an oath. And so the reason why he was fired is the fact that he released some sensitive um, confidential information that the OPP had. And presumably that was all about that um, that van, that tricked out van that our, I mean, is the best way to put it, that our uh, premier wanted. So can you, can that come up in a, in a legal case? You, you know, you took an oath, you broke it. Well, confident, releasing confidential information, even even in the absence of an oath, uh, is always a very, very dangerous thing uh, for an employee to be doing. Um, it's one of the implied duties of fidelity that any employee has. And if you're releasing highly sensitive confidential information, there's always the prospect that that could constitute just cause for dismissal in any situation. Now, especially given that uh, Mr. Blair is in such a high-ranking role, that that particular obligation is still more heightened. So that definitely creates a risk for him. So he's going to have to have a a fairly compelling explanation, in in my view, as to why he released um, that information and why he had to do it publicly in the way that he did. John, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much. You really uh, cleared some questions up for us. My pleasure. Thank you. John Pincus is employment lawyer with Sam Fira Tamarkin. 